Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Get your brand on board with our pod with a sponsorship campaign and get into the earphones of 100,000 plus highly engaged listeners within our show and across ACOS other famous podcasts. I'll even come up with the creative for you. Get in touch via producerpool.co.uk and we'll have a chat about how it works. Hello and welcome to another edition of your favourite podcast, Insane in the Membrane. Insane in the Membrane. Greetings one and all. Thank you for coming back to us. It's lovely to have you here. Thank you to our wonderful patrons for helping us to keep the lights on. Thank you to you you guys for listening in the first place. Because if you didn't listen, it'd just be me shouting at a booth, in a booth, and uh, and just basically talking to myself. So thank you. Really appreciate that. Before we begin, I'm going to tell you this. We've had some more five-star reviews. Uh, and I want to read this one because I realise it's not me bragging and showing off. This is a really nice one. And because it's a lady as well, and you're like, oh, cool, man. So uh, it's five stars. Uh, and as a female fan, I appreciate the topics and perspective discussed on this podcast. Unique and helpful to hear men being so honest, vulnerable, and compassionate. Oh, and funny. I always feel better after the show and find myself thinking about points they raise days later. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, that's from Windy Lawyer, uh, which is uh, via Apple Podcasts, uh, and that's in the United States of America. So, uh, Windy Lawyer, would you be in Chicago if you're windy? Is that, yeah, the Windy Sea? Maybe you are, or maybe, maybe you like beans. I don't know. See, I've already sullied it by doing that. So, thank you, Windy Lawyer. Very, very much appreciated. If anyone else wants to jump up and leave us a review, we'd love to. We'd love you to do that, because then it pushes us up into the ears of more people, hear more people take more notice, and that'd be great. So, on with the show. This week, I was joined by a double international award-nominated uh, comedian, Loiso Gola. Um, and it was an absolute joy to have him on, as it always is. The guests are always brilliant. Um, and it was really good of him to take time out of his busy schedule. He had to fly back to Cape Town um, because, he, uh, unfortunately, he was, he was attending a funeral. But he still made time to come and talk to us. You know, he was knackered, bless him. He's in the middle of promoting his... Uh, He's got a new show out. It's a brand new hour-long comedy special, Unlearning, um, which was recorded in Cape Town. So he was in the middle of that, you know, out he's out on the on the on the campaign trail pushing that. And he had personal stuff to deal with, but he still found time and really appreciated him doing that. So it's really cool. Thank you to him for doing that. Um, it was a good chat as well. Like we talked about all about things like Cape Town and, and comedy and, and, and other recent events. 
because I, I don't really know much about the history of South Africa. I haven't really, <clears throat> I haven't really looked into it that much. And, and you'll hear that at the beginning. I, yeah, my ignorance shines through as always. But it comes from a place of love. It's just that I haven't done enough reading, and I should do, and I will do, um, because there are obviously things I need to, I need to explore, and would like to explore. There's such a fascinating world out there that I need to look more into. We all do. We should all take notice and have a look around. So. Anyway, I'll stop rambling. Let's go on with the show. Coming up in a minute, Laiso Gola. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. But when it comes to health care, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. A podcast from producer paul.co.uk. How are you? Yeah, I'm good, man. It's good to see you. Good to see you. How you been? You good? Yeah, I've been good. Been great. Been doing tons of press. Just yeah, you must be, must be knackered now, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had to fly to Cape Town yesterday for a funeral, and then I, I came back to Johannesburg, so that also just kind of killed me. Oh, wow, man. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. I didn't realize you were that. It, it, it's been that full on. Sorry, man. But uh, No, it's all good. It's all good. Mm, but it's all good. Besides that, I'm good. <laughs> I tell you what, man. It's been, I was because I, I, I take you know when we before we do these chats, I always have a look to see a bit about the person, and uh, and it it made me realise how uh, uneducated I am when it comes to South Africa. Uh, and I know I'm not the first person to say that. I didn't realise. I was looking into your background, and there was a lot of, lot of words I'd never seen before. Even your how to pronounce your name is it Lo, uh, Loyoso. 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 That's it. Yeah. It's funny when, when in this country, when someone, they go, oh, that's an unusual name. Well, not where I'm from. It's unusual. Your name is unusual where I'm from, Dave. Um, my name is very common. It's like a Dave as well. Yeah. yeah. Right. Okay. Okay. Yeah. But you've had it. You must be fucked, man. You've had a lot of back and forth. I mean, that's not going to do, that's not going to be good for your, for your mental health. Oh, no. My, I think my mental health is intact. I just don't, I just think I'm going to be tired. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's yeah. my big thing. I'm like, oh, I'm going to, I'm going to fold soon. But yeah, I mean, it's yeah. fine. It's it's all right. Just for a small time, then I'll be good. I'll be good. Are we recording this? Yeah. 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 This is it. This is it, man. 
Can you hear me chewing? I can hear. Yeah, well, that's all right. It's not a problem. <laughs> okay, I'm just eating some nuts, and I'm like, I, I hope the audio doesn't like. I'm sure it'll be fine. I can't hear. Can't hear that. It's, it's not that right. bad. It's not that bad. It's all good. Okay, I'm gonna chew my last batch, and then I'm just gonna put it. Oh man! <laughs> <laughs> you gotta get it where you can. You gotta get it where you can. <laughs> yeah, but um, everything is fine. The country's pretty much open, and yeah, it's good times. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. I feel there's, yeah, here in the UK, there's that feeling of this might be it. We might be coming out the other side now. This might be, but there's still, there still might be, I think people are still worried. They don't want to give into it completely and go, oh yeah, we're ready. Here we go. Just in case it gets taken away again. That's the, that's the issue here. What is there? There's a distrust for the government's capability. Yeah. Funnily enough. <laughs> yeah. Cause they've just been, through right throughout this whole year it's just been they say one thing then they do another and people's people's trust is smashed I think they're just they've had enough <laughs> mental health is, you know especially when you see the I mean you know I don't have to tell you about corrupt governments but we're just it's so blatant now like whereas before we kind of knew it was happening and you kind of yeah there we know but now it's right in front of our eyes that that, that, that these politicians are just taking money and handing it out to their friends and you just have to stand there and just it's mind-blowing they're brazen yeah that's it the brazenness of it you kind of like I just saw you go hey, there's no money for nurses you go I've just seen you give 39 billion to your mate yeah yeah but that's for something else we haven't got any money for nurses and you're just like what the fuck I don't think we're used to that in the UK we know, we know they're dodgy but they're not normally as brazen as that it's like it's like how kids are, you know. If you don't call them, if you don't um, reprimand them enough for the, you know the first, they kind of pu- they, they push and see what they can get away with until yeah. until you know. Oh my word! <laughs> it is you know like I, I, out of control, but you gotta kind of nip it in the butt, otherwise it's gonna get out of hand. Yeah, absolutely. Well, yeah, and that's where we're at now. Is these giant kids have grown up, and they're just they've never been told no. They've never been told no. They could just they could just help themselves, do whatever they want, and we have to just sit there and go, well, I don't really know what to do. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> but I was watching some of your clips, and you were talking about apartheid, and that's something else. I only really knew about that when I was a kid, when they had all the they had a lot of um, concerts over here, like Beat Apartheid and things like that, but I didn't really know a lot about it, and... I can't imagine what it must have been like growing up in that environment. I was a kid. Yeah. I mean, the apartheid ended when I was, well, officially, I mean, I was seven. I don't remember, like, I don't remember, I just remember, like, violence and stuff. But it's not, it, it, it was just, um, I just, I, I can't explain it. Yeah, you're a kid. Like, you don't know. You don't have no. a reference to something else. But you know there's something going on. You know there's, like, because in, 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 you've been told about it, even at a very young age. And, uh, yeah, so by 94, I was, you know, I was, like, 10, I think. I was, like, 10 years old. But that, but by then, apartheid is, like, really over. Mm. In, that, in, the, in the traditional, in the, you know, in that sense that it prohibits your movement and that kind of stuff. It was, you know, it was over. So I didn't really experience it the way the, my mom experienced it. No. Where you can't go to a certain university, you can't go to, you know, I 
you know, I, I, pro- yeah, I did experience it in sort of like the residuals of it, the side effects. Almost. Yeah. Where it's okay. like, oh yeah, cool. What does that mean for, I think it was quite a very short sighted way of planning life, you know, mm. on, on whoever was, it's like, it's, it's like, oh, okay, cool. You're not going to allow a majority of the people to participate in the economy and yada, yada. And so now it's like you created like a, such an unequal society. Yeah. And it's so hard to reverse that kind of stuff. And, and so you sit there and you go, ah, what am you create, create, it's, it's like a weird thing. You created a, a society. And, but for me, people never take, accountability for it you know every problem exists in isolation Mm. every you know what i mean you're like nah i think every problem we have going forward maybe for the next 200 years is heavily to blame up with with this thing and it could be as silly as like but it's it's you know every every decision that you made then has um has great implications maybe in the, for the next 50, 40, hundred years. Yeah. So that's the thing that people, some, and pe- I mean, and this is not necessarily but, uh, pertaining to the people who create a party. This is human beings. They just like to see things in isolation. Yeah. And you're like, no, this kid wasn't just a serial killer, man. There's something happening here that you need to investigate. Otherwise you're going to repeat it. Yeah. 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 No. Yeah. Well, that's it. And it's that, that what's just happened in America, like with that, that young kid and they've gone, oh, he just had a bad day. And he goes, are you, what? It just, yeah. It's like, are you fucking kidding? It's, and I was trying to, I know this is something as well that I was talking to someone else the other day and they're going, you know, black, black people just don't want to talk about race all the time. And you go, yeah, but I want to talk about, I want to talk about it uh, in this instance, in this, uh, you know, in, in these conversations just to educate myself more than anything. And it, and it's, it blows my mind that people still don't understand that the system is, is racist. The systemic racism is the problem. We're still having those chats. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, listen, I don't even want to talk about race in that sense because I'm like, well, if it's not clear to you, it's like, if there's an issue in the world, I don't, I can tell you about it, but I'm not like trying to convince you. This is an issue because I know, you know, it's an issue and you, which sometimes I go, yeah, but I think you do get it. I just think you being stubborn about it. And yeah, I think, and then I'm like, oh, well, at that point, that it's not my responsibility to, 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 I can tell you about it, which will be crazy as well. It's like the biggest movies coming out and then you like, I don't know, coming to America. I don't know what's the biggest movie. And then I just pop up and I go, yo, I've heard about it from coming to America and you're like, no. And I'm like, come on, come to America. <laughs> and I'm like, yo, bro, it's the biggest release. There's billboards everywhere. What do you mean you don't? Yeah. Well, yeah if you, you don't know, know, you don't know, know by now. <laughs> you don't know by now. I mean, yeah. The thing that also pisses me off about racism is black people are the victims, the educators, and the funders of, yeah. and you know what I mean? I'm like, yeah, yeah, so, yeah, then, yeah. It's all on you. It's all like, on you, yeah which is fine because that shows agency, but I'm like, at some point you got to come on board. I thought at some point you've been an asshole, you know, like yeah. if 
you know what I mean? Like Michael Jordan donated a hundred million LeBron, all these sports, these athletes are like, yo, let's fight this thing. And, uh, and then I'm on podcasts, educating people about this thing. And then also at the same, in the same breath, I'm going to, I could still experience this thing. I'm like, but guys, I'm like the, the, the triple threats, you know what I mean? <laughs> when do you get a day off? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, at some point, um, I gotta, t- I gotta live my life. You know? Yeah, of course. And, man. Yeah. But if you, you know, if, you know, at some point I'm like, oh, okay, cool. But also racism is so illogical in terms of like the arguments are so illogical that you don't want to partake. Like, like racism is so to a large extent illogical that when you argue against it, you're using logic. Yeah. So that those are two different worlds. Those are two different planets of communication. So then you go, okay, cool. So when someone is racist to me, I'm like, oh, unicorns make pancakes. I, I understand <laughs> in, that, <laughs> in that weird way. But, but it's like, um, and so that's how we should treat racism. If someone says some racist stuff, you just say some completely peculiar things and move on with your life. I'm like, mm. you know what I mean? Because this, this, this doesn't make sense to me. No. No, well, that's it. I sort of look at it from the outside. I'm like, yeah, this this is a, it's just a, it just blows my mind, especially now when it's like we've like we've said, like you've said, people are just they're, they're obviously choosing to ignore it. They're just going, no, I'm, I've, I know, I know how I see it. This is unfair. I feel like I'm getting my, I'm getting my life changed now, you know, and I didn't do anything. All lives matter. All lives matter, and all that. And you're going, no, 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 no. Just fucking listen. No one's taking anything away from you. It does my fucking head in. I get it. See, you think you're frustrated. I'm just like, oh my god. So I'll do a, you'll do a YouTube video or, or something ends up in the, and then you, you know, you're talking about race and it's crazy. Like, like the idea of race issues in, 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 in a black person's life are literally a daily thing. Mm. There's not a, there's, I don't think there's a single day in my life where I don't look at anything sort of, you know, sort of play. It's all, cause it's, that's how you, that's how the world is. You're like, oh yeah, that's, oh, okay. Mm. I'm watching telly, I'm this, I'm in a hotel, I'm like, ah, where like literally wherever I am. I just I I I'm I'm aware that I'm black and I'm aware how people treat me because of that. And then I go, okay, cool. How do I move around the world? But I think about it every single day of my life. Every single day. Yeah. Which is just crazy when you shouldn't have to. It shouldn't just it shouldn't matter. And that's the thing. That's what that's you know, how do you like we were just talking about you now. When do you get a day off? Yeah. So when you talk about it, someone will say, "Oh man, why is it always about race?" And you're like, "Dude, you kind of a system that just makes everything about race." And, <laughs> and then I'm like, supposed to be you know what I mean? But yeah, yeah. Here's what it is. It is what it is. <laughs> And when did you get into comedy? When did you start that? I was looking at that. What made you want to do that? You just went, oh, that's, you just saw comedy and went, that's what I want to do. That's it. Is this something in you? I just started doing it in school, in high school. Yeah. Because um, the drama teacher just implored me to do it. She's like, just do it. Just do it. 
I don't know if you guys have that in Britain. I mean, even here, it's not that common, but my school had it. It's like job shadow. You know what job shadow? Yeah, yeah, I saw that as what you'd been doing when you're just following people around. So people went to law firms and stuff like that. And I just, I just followed some comments for like a week. Brilliant. They would, I don't think they, they would have even given you that opportunity in the UK. It wouldn't have been seen as a uh, a valid thing, a, a valid use of your time. You you would be better off they would have, if you just said, "Yeah, I want to go to a law firm or a bank, or I'm going to be a chef." Oh yeah, that's fine. Oh, I'm going to follow comedians around for a, for a week or two. They were like, "Well, retrospectively looking at it, it was a, quite a progressive idea." Yeah, 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 absolutely. I think that's the one thing I love about comedy is that it it transcends everything. When you look out at a room of people from all different backgrounds. And they're all laughing and they're all slapping their thighs and, and it doesn't matter where they're from or what they do, they're all they're all unified in that one moment. It's the same in music when you're watching a band. It's just music, yeah. comedy, it just it just it's it just transcends everything and it's a beautiful moment. And that's what I love. That's why I love doing it. it just bringing it just brings everyone together. And I've missed that this last year. You know. I'll be honest, I have not missed being on stage. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> no, I mean, it's like a good break. I, I, understand, I know when I get on stage, I'm going to have to, you know, be on. Like, I, I'm going to, it's not like, it's not like something that I, that I um, do temporarily. It's like a full-time thing. Mm. So it's not like I can I can jump on stage now and then jump again on stage in two weeks. It doesn't work that way. No. The way the way it works is like you gotta just get on every day. So and and for me the the thing is that I I don't use stand up as a career stepping stone. No, this is what you. I do. just I it's like a, it's what I do. It's like I, I I like I don't know if you ever played a top secret comedy club. No, I know of it. Yeah, so I I would um I I can go there for like three weeks straight and just play every day and just write yeah. material material and try and make it better. But I don't um I don't want to be like trying to get in movies and that kind of stuff. I know a lot of guys are trying, and that's fine. I get it. But for me, I'm like, how would I be in a movie set? I could be in a comedy club telling. Yeah trying to make uh, bits of material funny. Yeah. That's what, that what, that, that's the thing that gets me up at night. You know? yeah. it, I mean, I mean, in the morning. <laughs> gets you up at night is a bad thing. Well, I guess it also gets me up at night. I just love the idea of getting to these places and, and there's a room full of people and you just, you know, you do your bit like you do it. <clears throat> Um, you do your bit, and it's you know, and then, and then you finish with that. You move to another place, and you finish with that. And you move to another place, and you find yourself having done like four or five comedy, sh- um, five um, comedy shows a night. Yeah, that's what I like about London and New York. So I don't know how much how much longer that is going to be seductive to me, no, no, but at yeah. the moment it's extremely like. It's extreme. It's like I'm so obsessed with that idea. Yeah, it's funny when I because I've been doing it a long time, same as you, and I got to a point and people going right, what are you going to do now? And I'm like, I like doing this. Can I not? Can I not just? Can I not just do this? I just want to do the gigs. <laughs> yeah. 
and they're like, yeah, yeah. but you got a plan. You got sitcoms and you got things like you said. Yeah, but then there's acting. You go, I, I just like doing this. I really like <laughs> traveling around, making people laugh. Can I not just be that? Just a jester wandering around. Yeah. So some, it seems like you're not ambitious or anything when you're like, nah, I really just want to do this. And um, I could stumble into things in terms of if someone is like, hey, you want to, I've got the, I wrote, I wrote this movie, I've got this part for you. I'll probably come and do it. I'm not, I'm not queuing to audition. No. The part. no. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm but... just not going to do that. I'm like, that's not what I do. The same way, you know, the comedy clubs, every, I just don't want to do that. Yeah. Well, they say you've done enough. Uh, you've done, you, they should know by now that you're cap- more than capable of doing the. It's not even stuff. that. I don't even, I, I, it's, I, it's not about my capability. It's like, do I want to spend my time reading these lines? yeah do i want to spend my time memorizing lines i'm going to say to an absolute stranger yeah and and pretending the person's my wife or whatever the case is (laughs) i don't care i don't care for it i don't care for that for that that much i just want to yeah yeah i like the fact nice things have happened because of comedy I've had to. I've been able to do some nice stuff, but yeah, I don't actively seek it out. It's like if it, no. like you say, if you get offered it and they go, yeah, fine. But if they go, oh, we want to give you this, but you got to go and stand in the rain for two hours, and then we might not. <laughs> we might be, Why am I going to do that? I'll just go and do the gigs. You can go fuck yourself. To be honest, you know, I got yeah, I, so I, yeah, I got asked to be. I was going to be the face of Greg's, you know, the bakers. And, yeah. uh, and they were, I was on the way there to the audition. That was it. I was on the way there. And then they said, oh, it's an audition. You haven't actually got it. And I'm like, hang on, right, hang on, stop. One, I don't want to do this anyway. But now you're telling me I've got to queue up with other chunky men. And then they, and I said, what's the money? What's the money? And they went, oh, well, it's 750 quid. And then it's a thousand pounds. I'm like, 1700 pounds. And my face will be in every baker shop in the land. And I'm, I'm, I might not even get that. And I'm like, no, this is this is nuts. This is nuts. And I just walked home, just went home. What? The face <laughs> of Craig's for that kind of money? Yeah, 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 yeah. All the abuse that I would have gotten for that. And I'm like, no, what's this? This is bullshit, man. I'm not doing this. I'm not. I'm better than that. Come on. You know? Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, you know, whatever you can live with is good. If you can live with that decision, that's a, that's a great thing. But I, you know, I myself, I'm like, I've done a lot of stuff, but I don't, I realize now that like they're all such a lot, a lot of work. And my, I'd rather be putting my energy into writing stand-up. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, because that's also so much work. So I don't want to be a jack of all trades because it's, it's you taking away from your stand-up time. And also, <sighs> Uh, I'm lazy. <laughs> <laughs> no one admits to their laziness. <laughs> That's why I like doing it. Like you said, I like going to a club with, with just an idea of what I want to talk about and then working it out at the club over several nights. I can't sit with a, with a, with some paper and go, Oh, I'm going to write two hours a day. And most of that will go in the bin. You know, I'm not, that's not how I'm built. I will. I just want to roll out of bed, you know. Tell everyone I'm a comedian. Go and do my comedy, and then just yeah. just flap about the rest of the day. 
you know? But they say no to, no to miss it. There's nothing that gives me joy like just chilling the whole day. And then the whole time, I'm like, oh, man, this is how I'm going to start the show tonight. And, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. And I'm like, you know, <laughs> but, you know, now you want me to be in a set for like four hours and then I'm tired and, oh, no, come on. Yeah, Stop it. yeah, yeah, yeah. Stop I gonna, it. I was going to sit in my kitchen and, yeah, just think about the gig. <sighs> I'm going to do. <laughs> yeah. We'll make a horrible cheese sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> Every time. I don't know what they put in cheese sandwiches in the shops. <laughs> some kind of magic that they sprinkle in. I, yeah, yeah. And then because you, you, you never get it right in your house. No, nah, I make a, yeah, I get there, but it's not the same. It's not the same. <laughs> <laughs> but what was it? So did you, did you grow up in, was it Cape Town you grew up in? I grew up in Cape Town, yeah. Yeah, and what was that like? So again, I don't know much about Cape Town, except what I've seen through the media, you know, and, and that. So what was it like? Was it, is it a violent place? That's all I ever hear. When everyone ever brings it up, they go, oh. oh no, I mean, it's definitely violent, um, but it's never not been violent. No. It was violent in the 80s and 70s too. It wasn't like, it's never been a peaceful time. That's what I meant when I was saying, the violence and the crime, um, it's, it's not like something that's new. It just didn't pop out of nowhere. Yeah. Um, so it, it's, that's what happens. If you took any group of people, made resources for them scarce and put them in a cramped situation, yeah, it's gonna, yeah. it doesn't matter the race. They're going to, if you go to... It's gonna be oh man okay we don't we we all like scrambling to make it to make ends meet and mm. it's 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 a uh, it's um but when I was young uh, when I was a teenager but the thing about South Africa because of the unequal society is that you can buy yourself out of the everyday problem oh really. Yeah, you can have enough money to for those things to not really affect you as much as mm. the ordinary human being. Yeah, um, which is which is by itself of just a crazy idea. So my childhood was cool. My childhood was cool. It was great. Like, kind of did everything that my parents were trying to make it as cool and seamless as possible. So I didn't have like super hardships in that sense. Mm. where it's like, oh, we can't. But it was like, yeah, it's fine. It was fine. Yeah, I was the same. It's, it's funny. We weren't we weren't poor, but we didn't have everything. Like, you always knew where stuff came from. It was always, you knew that effort had gone into giving you this nice, this nice life that you've got, you know? Yeah, I, I, I knew that money didn't go on trees. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Bro, I was like, oh, okay, guess. But it's funny what you said about when you, yeah, when you, when you, when you take away the bare minimum that people need and put them into cramped spaces, they're going to react. I remember I did some community, community work. I got in trouble with the police a few years ago and I had to do some community work to, to make up for it. And I had 150 hours on this council estate in Tottenham. And I, I suddenly realized how privileged I was 
because I was in this estate and people were, they'd just been abandoned. This whole, this whole estate was falling down. There's no money being pumped into the area. And you're right. Of course, people are going to rise up and go, I'm, I'm just going to, I'm just going to fend for myself then. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that's, you know, imagine you did that to like 60% of the population. Mm. These people are not allowed to buy land. They're not allowed to accumulate wealth. You're not even like systematically in that way trying to prevent them. You, you're making it outright against the law, you know, <laughs> which is by in itself quite also systematic, but yeah, it's quite brazen. It's quite a brazen yeah. way to hold someone back. Yeah. And doing it, like you say, counteract, counteracts any, they would actually be a positive influence on the system. There's more people making money. So they're putting more money into it. So they're going to, yeah. so it's going to create more, more. So I don't understand this, this need to oppress and suppress people. It's just power in it, I guess. It's just, they've got. It's counterintuitive. Yeah. I see it on that basic level. I'm just, it really, it really, it made me sad to see it firsthand, what people were going through. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've seen some really grimy stuff in London and I'm like, whoa, <laughs> I am. Um, I remember like, I mean, when I, <clears throat> when I'm in um, London, sometimes I'm in the North, like Hackney side. I remember being there before it was gentrified, like just walking through and being like, oh, these are cunts. But now because what gentrification does, they, they take like, they take like, um, I'm a neighborhood, which is fine and working class, even council vibes and then it council estate vibes. But then what happens is, they they start making like a place where there's a forty pound stink. Yeah, yeah. But you're like, this is so crazy. I don't know if you ever been to. Have you ever been to Broadway Market? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, there's an Argentinian place there makes some good steaks. I think you can get a steak for like twenty five pounds, which is right. like okay, this is mad. Um, forty pound steaks. And right behind that, it's like a council estate. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, so now, so there's now this frustration of like, listen, man, now I can't even afford things in my neighborhood. This is weird. And that's, yeah. And then that anger starts to fester. Yeah. And then also like a person who's, so one of my favorite things to be there is like, cause, cause it's like a Broadway market is such a, Broadway market, like on a Saturday morning, is such a sort of cool, fancy, hipster-ish thing to do in that way. Yeah. Um, and I just love sometimes when the people who actually live in the council pop up in a while and just walk the street and they just mind in their own business. But it sort of disrupts this hipster aesthetic for a little bit. Yeah. And I don't know what about it gives me joy, but it does. <laughs> but these are the same people. These are the people. They'll sit round. They'll sit round at night, and they'll they'll talk at length about the oppressions of the world and how this pe this people are suffering and those people are suffering, and then they go out the next day and they charge twelve pounds for a burger to someone, <laughs> and you're like, you're you're part of this, you know, all that, and you did a load of cocaine last night, and you don't even know where that came from, and now you're charging twelve quid, but then you want to lecture me about straws. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, well, human beings are like that. Yeah, you know, like it's like how people think that after this pandemic, we 
we are we going to change our ways no no it's not it's not true at all it's like in history that's not the case it's like so you can be black experience oppression but still be homophobic yeah you could be you know like the crazy thing is like in the 40s and 50s white people came from italy portugal uh all over the place poland greece to come to south africa for opportunities that weren't allowed for black people mm. or to start businesses and that kind of thing but these people weren't like they were leaving like war uh situations some of them are running away from the holocaust or mm. from wherever it was but when they got to south africa they didn't go oh this is very unjust like what i just came from they just plugged in and continued their lives. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Then you're like, so that's not how human beings work. No, no. Unfortunately, I, would, I had that conversation literally the other day when someone, yeah, they were, they were talking about comedy clubs and going, oh, I can't wait till it opens back up again and we're back out and we're doing this. And you're like, no, it's going to be very different, very different in that respect. But yeah, like you say, human beings will always find a way to be fucking assholes to each other and get what they can you know over over their brother rather than rather than lifting each other up it's kind of like stepping on each other to get wherever they want to get and yeah that will never change unfortunately no 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 that's i think that's quite innate in us you put it down to survival but you know yeah but um, look, you got you've got your next Netflix coming out, Netflix special. That's exciting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Excited about that. I am. I mean, cool. It, it, yeah, I am. But remember, if, you know, I've never released anything this big, so there's like this anxiousness. Are people mm. going to get it? Is, is it what I have in my mind? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, so you have this thing, and you in, in your mind you have it a certain way, and then when it comes out, it might not reflect your idea. Got yeah, yeah. Or it might not. It might not land the same way you have in mind in someone else's eyes. I know what you mean. I reckon it's gonna. So, yeah. I reckon it's gonna fly, man. I reckon it's gonna fly. Well, thank you. That those are very kind words. They keep me. They keep me calm and warm at night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So later on, when the, when the darkness comes and you're struggling, yeah. just remember that. Just listen to my voice saying, "No, you're gonna be fine. Gonna be fine." Gonna be fine. <laughs> that keep you warm, yeah, man. That exactly, keep you warm. That, 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 yeah, that's exactly what I'm gonna do. I'm actually. Can you send me the audio of this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. Okay. So, so I can, so I can uh, take that bit out and and play it in the back of my mind. This would be, <laughs> be your relaxation uh -huh. tape when you're just drifting. <laughs> you're gonna be fine. This has been lovely. I want to thank you for your time. I know you're you've been busy and you're full on, but uh, this has been fantastic. And thank you for for chatting to me. Thank you for having me. No, it's my pleasure, man. Where can we find you? Online, me, yeah, no, forget me. Online, <laughs> go. I think people should just go watch the Netflix special, and um, yeah, that's my that's my existence online. You can find me on Instagram and everywhere, Instagram, Twitter. Um, but yeah, I think I'm gonna I'm gonna get on Sunday. I'm gonna get off those platforms. It's happening a lot. I've it, it, people are starting to realise that it's causing more stress than it's worth. I've just deleted TikTok because I realised I'm a 49 year old man. Yeah, I don't even. 
Like I, I would no TikTok's not for me definitely. No, no, and it, I was it was it was at the beginning of this of the pandemic, and my partner said, "Oh, you need this, keep you going," and then so I had it on my phone, but I never really did anything with it. And then it was yesterday. I'm like, "What am I doing? Why is this still here? What's this?" So that's gone. But yeah, I think people are starting to come away from it and get. It. I think that's the thing as well. Being locked in for a year, you start to realise being outside and doing real things is far better than dancing on Instagram. <laughs> I know Instagram. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, um, yeah, I've ended up to here with all that social media. I don't blame you, man. I don't blame you. This has been fantastic. We'll let you get off. Take care, man. Thanks, man. It's been a pleasure. And uh, this will this this will go out, and I'll let you know, and it'll be great. It's going to be fine. You're going to be great. Don't worry. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Take it easy. Bye. Insane in the membrane. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. Made by Dark Horse Digital.co.uk. Shooting, live streaming, and podcast production.